This is the Beige and the Bold, and today we are watching Skin of Evil. I'm Ben Velding, and I have uh, I've seen this episode like a thousand times. I'm Derek. This is my first time seeing this episode. You ready? Yep. But but are you really ready? Um, are you emotionally prepared I mean, to do this? I, it's already happened. I'm I'm just some a little bit more dead inside. But I'm, and I'm, three, two, one, engage. Oh man. So, um, realizing that we have, you notice the, the, the lights are off in the, the nacelles because the warp drive's offline. Oh, neat. That's kind of a good attention to detail for sure. Yeah. Well, that's why nerds love this show, Derek. Sole reason. So. <laughs> yeah, I love a, this. I love this, man. This is so good. It's great. It's a trope, right? She's yeah. planning to do stuff in three weeks. Yeah, well, and, but also, yeah. And then, respecting the fact that we don't talk about spoilers until they happen in the episode, yeah. she's going to be just fine for three weeks. Yeah. I just, <laughs> well, I mean, here's my thing. Like, like I, when Worf was like, I mean, Worf is kind of like a junkie in this. She's like, you ready for the martial arts competition? Like, I've been dreaming about it, salivating for weeks. <laughs> you know, and then he's like, I need you to practice. And like, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Worf's not going to be in the martial arts competition? Like... How is he not just, like, ready to wreck everyone? <laughs> I love this moment where Warp doesn't hug people. What he does instead is he bets on you on yeah, the, yeah, the martial yeah. arts tournament. Yeah. That's look a at his lip. Hug. Look, at his, <laughs> look at his lip after, look like, it, like it, it, he, like, quivers a bit. You see? Like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to, like, not, um, like, hold it back, you know, keep it stoic, you know, that kind of jazz. Oh, man, it's so great that these two had such a rapport. Uh, I mean, I wish, I mean... I you know I like I, I love that kind of stuff especially like when they did the space ball thing like oh man that was yeah. just so good and it's just little incidental stuff like that that builds the characters and these relationships yeah uh, it's it's just what people love about this series I mean the space stuff is fine the drama is fine the the ideas are fine the concepts but no one would care about any of that if these people didn't have connections to each other yeah you know and uh, I think that's um... Uh, you know, would you say that that's like something new in like television at this time? Like, I feel like it would have been. Um, yeah, it, I mean, even after it, I remember like sitcoms that were just like, like surface level bullshit with like <laughs> laugh tracks in the background. Um, you know, it's something that works in TNG and that that TNG makes work because I think it is a series that can be funny and that can also be dramatic. Yeah. Um, because it has range, so it can give its characters dimension. If you're in like a, you know, everyone's just doing their time sitcom, yeah. I think maybe that doesn't happen so much. And you notice there's a lot of, uh, Seinfeld came out a couple years after this, right? Yeah. Ran for a long time. Yeah. Seinfeld's very cynical. I mean, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Seinfeld. I'm one of those guys. Um, yeah. It's, uh, and, and I, and there's I, three of you, and I'm sure all you know is <laughs> We just get so mad at Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> so, like, just I realize as well is that it's very cynical. It's like a decent person would do this, but we're yeah. going to go with Y instead. Yeah, yeah. Shot. yeah. Um, and it's very cynical. So pe- there's no connection between the gang the way there is between the TNG cast. Yeah, you know, they're, they're all just like kind of like these asshole archetypes. And you just kind of yeah. like mix, like you basically put all four of them in your hand you know, shake your hands, you know, roll the dice and just see what comes up. You know, who's going to, you know, whoever has the highest number is like the main focus of the episode. Right. Um, and and people respond to that as well. That's why we have reality television, honestly. So, uh, so like real quick, you know, yes. uh, we're going to we're going to come back to it. But like, so 
you know, they're realigning the dilithium crystals, right? Which I, I, mm-hmm. I want to know. I, I'm going to ask you a question about those later. But he's yeah. like, hey, look, uh, how long is it going to take? 20 minutes. You don't, we don't have that kind of time. Um, and he's like, well, I guess I got to line them by hand. And like, I, like when he did that, like I just imagine him being like in engineering school. They're all like drunk and blindfolded. He's like, all right, man, it's your, it's your, it's your turn. If you want to be a Phi Kappa, you got to line these dilithium crystals by hand and at least get to warp two are you ready <laughs> it's a starfleet engineer exit that's your final exam because <laughs> it, it, it felt like i'm like i'm going in hot you know what i mean like it, felt, <laughs> it felt like the engineer yeah. version of just i mean yeah i mean we talked we nerded out about this in college but i mean i haven't done it in at least three weeks when i won that bet with johnson <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's all a faux conflict. But it's a good faux conflict that builds the universe, right? I mean, I just kind of wish it would have been something like that. Like, like in a previous episode, you saw a whole bunch of engineers like, all right, go! And like, it's like, like he's trying to get the Dalith and Crystals aligned, however. Um, yeah. The other question I have is, will they ever, like, agree on what Dalith and Crystals look like? Because it feels no. like that's just, it's always different. <laughs> uh, no, no, they will not. Because, I mean, so th- th- this is different than, like, we saw in um, the original series, which I can give you a pass on that. That's fine. But then the movies are also different, and it's like, what the hell? Yeah, they're, they're not ever going to agree on that. That's unfortunate. So it's always going to be different. Yeah. Sorry, bro. I do kind of like this, though. You I mean, they give you the kind of whole, like, no, no. Uh, I, 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 w- I wasn't talking smack. Uh, I can actually, I'm actually doing some crazy stuff here. I do like to think when he says like twenty five to one ratio, he is kind of like being somewhat cautious. Um, I mean, I don't know what the ratio should be, but I just kind of feel like he is kind of maybe going to dial it in and then turn it up. I think it's supposed to be one to one because if it's matter or antimatter, it's one to one. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. That annihilate. makes sense. Well, like, you know, whatever. We're doing drama here. Yeah. Well, and drama. here's and this is my point. If you remember in the last episode, they had all of this like. Like all of they were all like high, like dumb people, like trying to like pull them out of like a space crash, and um, Picard's like, "All right, warp two. <laughs> and it's like, "Well, I thought you cared about all human life. What the hell, man? And here we are. We we, we got like a um, a crew member, and this is like warp eight, like warp eight with the added drama of I want you to go in hot, engineer. We need this now. It's a, it's like, a different it's a different star system. They were. They were looking at that star. They were going to a planet in the system. Like, how much faster than light do you need to go? I mean, I don't know. That's my question. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like the 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 adjacent effects of like going into warp eight from like impulse or or even from a standstill. If there's like, any kind of warp rave or anything like that. I mean, you know, if it takes twenty seconds to get there at warp two and then half a second to get there at warp three, like. You're just, bleh. you know, you're gonna th- you're gonna throw your transmission out if you do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, why do you even need? I mean, it seems like it seems like at some point, like, I don't know exactly how this scales. I don't, I don't know, but I would expect it is arbitrary it's... <laughs> and ex- exceedingly nonlinear. Okay, so so if it's nonlinear, then I would expect you only ever use the higher warps for longer distances because that's when like time becomes a factor. But I mean, if you're talking about just going end to end on a solar system, um, you know, I would I would expect it's like warp two, two minutes, warp yeah. three, you know, thirty seconds, warp four, and and, and that's fine. Realize, I'm sorry. This is this is a set, right? Yeah. And then I think, I guess that is one complete set shot. 
I didn't look. Yeah, up they, they, they didn't. They didn't cut. They haven't cut from mm-hmm. like the initial pan. Yeah, I, I thought for sure that maybe they did set. it in like a circle. Yeah, no, this is kind of a big set for sure. I mean, for for a set, it's big. And yeah. then I had thought that what they'd done is um, they did it half and half, right? Where yeah. the half of the shuttle is the the entire set, and they did all those shots and yeah. they swapped around and they did the other shots, but. Yeah. It's a pretty good pan, so... Yeah, yeah, no. It, 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 it does kind of show maybe they, they don't have the kind of budget problems that TNG had. Maybe. They're, they're still on a shoestring here. I mean, look at look at Armas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, that, I, I saw it's a, it's uh, The Secret, the secret Life of Alex Mack or whatever it was. You know, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's about on par with that, like, Nickelodeon, you know, turn into T-1000 liquid metal technology graphic... Yeah. I think this is some. Ba- I, I think this is some basic animation on top of the thing. Also, you notice this is on a hill because this is, I think, about one torso length deep. I like how they just didn't even like. He's like, oh, we'll just kind of casual, <laughs> like we'll just casual walk. All right, casual walk back. I'm yeah. like, well, he's like, I, I would expect it like data at least. Like, hey, let's one of us walk one way, one of us walk the other way, and, and see that, which that's way. That's your it first thought, right? Yeah, that's my first. But I mean. I get that it's expen- it would be an expensive thing to do, like, story-wise. But but even as a kid, that was my thought. I'm like, oh, come on, this is a simple solution. Yeah, yeah. One of you just walks around. Yeah. It's so, got to have um, a determinate volume. Exactly. So, um, I want to know, I did watch this during its original airing as a kid. Yeah. You know, I, watched, I didn't watch all of these during their original airings. Yeah. You know, I missed a couple. It was television. There was no DVRs. Yeah. Um, but this one I definitely watched live, and I'll be honest, I'll get, I'll get more into that later. Yeah, um, this all worked. I mean, as simplistic as all this is, I mean, I have know. yeah, I mean, I have little problems with Argus, and I'll get into that later. But I mean, one of the things that, that I don't like here is is that they don't have any like to me. It should be like if if you're gonna detect a thing that is alive, but you don't know like it's advanced or just whatever. Like this mm-hmm. kind of is is touching on like the spirit, like this is you know like the yeah. devil or something like that because all of your science instruments can't give you any indication whatsoever. Yeah. Like this I, I w- is, this is an all powerful energy being. It's well, just- well, no, not even that. Like he's like, there's nothing here. Like like you know, and, but you can clearly see like this viscous liquid, and you know, to my thinking, at the very least, you should see like I'm getting some odd energy readings that don't correlate with anything that we have, like. Something that says, I, I see a thing here, I just don't understand it, versus um, I can't read anything. Like, my all of my yeah. instruments are useless, but, but my eyes, and my eyes are telling me these things. And it's, it's, a scale of, it's a scale of weird, right? Yeah. Like, Armis outclasses these people. You notice they're running this backwards. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't notice it before, but a split second before, like, when you said you noticed, I did notice, yeah. like, the little, the little things kind of riding up his... Uh, I wonder if that suit's hot. It looks like it would be hot. Uh, I have no information on that. <laughs> so, so here we meet Armus, and here is here's my deal for Armus. This this thing was made 1987, 1988. Yeah. Um, Armus is an internet troll. <laughs> oh no, that's probably true. Um, that seems legit. He he has no actual agenda of his own, uh, other than to get out of the house. And yeah, the only yeah. thing he likes is it's fucking with messing with other people. Yeah. He's like, oh, you have morals and values. How quaint. <laughs> morals and values are all stupid and dumb. 
<laughs> so then, of course, Yard does the thing, right? Just go around him. He's just like, whatever, I'm done with his stupidness. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is that an all-powerful energy being has never done this before, right? Yeah, where he's like, like straight up like play a, game. a senseless act of violence that actually kills a dude. Yeah. I mean, and that's, uh, I was like, oh, man. Like I, yeah, I like I was like okay, you know, like it's fucked me up as a kid. Good. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm all jacked up television. Now, now that I know that she's like legit dead, I'm, I'm yeah. upset. There are rules. There are rules for television. People yeah. die heroically. People yeah. die, you know, like they're injured in an accident. They say goodbye with their last words. Yeah. Um, you know, people, faceless people, die senselessly in accidents. Right, right. Because yeah, you don't. You're not attached to any of them. Like, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Like if if I were ever do like a comic. Or like any kind of like storytelling, uh, like visual storytelling, how how to get someone um, to care about it when like someone's either hurt or died, you know. And to me, like I feel like it's a coin oh, that look you at this spend. unsteady cam. Yeah, right? yeah, that's actually a good point. I didn't it adds before. a lot to the chaos of the scene. Yeah, yeah. But it, you know, th- this is how you do it. You you get people invested. You make connections, and then you blow that away. That's how that's how you make it land. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, you can't... I mean, you can do it just for effect. This was done because Denise Crosby um, felt that her character was underwritten, that um, she wasn't being utilized, and that she had other opportunities. I think... I believe she goes on to be in Pet Cemetery after this. Oh, nice. And a few other things. Um, but, I mean, you know, she didn't end up running the X-Men, so... She... <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't willing to shave her head, huh? That sucks. I guess not. <laughs> Denise Crosby says it was a good move for her. Um, That's right. So, you know, I, I think it's worth mentioning that, um, you know, we're doing pretty good. Can we talk about how bad this makeup is? Oh, yeah. Like, it's just like I, somebody, like, it looks like the makeup person was just, like, phoning it in. Like, maybe he was just mad. And, I like, do not know. Like, not only was the makeup person mad, but the person that approves the makeup was mad. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> she can leave. That's fine. Put make her look dumb. I don't care. <laughs> it's like both of those people had the flu, and the California State Fair was in L.A. at the time. And they're like, look, we don't need a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, I just uh, need what we need is a red. <laughs> I need a red ghost. Does it have to be symmetric? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got I like you, fam. <laughs> and the thing is that they're all like, it's, this is going to work out. Those guys over there, they, they think it's going to work. Yeah, because we have all of this um, technology and stuff. But, I mean... Um, so when she's gone, bam, yeah. you get a double take. And, of course, it's ruined by the fact that there's actually a series of gifts out there of Patrick Stewart doing double and triple takes. Yeah, yeah. Just for lols out there. <laughs> well, no, no. And it, well, he does. He goes into the quadruple take, so... Exactly. <laughs> I just... <laughs> it, it brings me right there. And, again, all you can do is laugh. Yeah. yeah. But uh, everyone's doing great with this. Yeah, no, even like Brent Spiner, like he's, he's acting, like he's actually exhibiting a little, like just a touch more emotion than I would have expected from like an android, but it it makes sense because he's an android that's trying to be human that doesn't really realize how human he is already. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't, it's like, oh, you know, you you had brains the whole time, Data, (laughs) you know, and a heart. Yeah, which is a weird cultural reference that Armis is apparently on top of. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure he has the internet. Out he, there, so. Well, I mean, he's an internet troll. He has all of like he just googles yeah. that stuff, you know, right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, his dial-up is still the '80s, but yeah, no, no, he's got it. So he's he's on the IRC. I mean, they had yeah, about to say you still had. I mean, you had trolls at this time. I mean, um, the internet was basically like, um, I think 
at this point in time, like what late eighties was like ICQ message boards and like a few like some people had a few like hypertext pages that you could like dial into directly, but you had no like search engines or anything like that. Well, you had to kind of know not. where things were. Probably not ICQ, but I mean this is probably IRC, IIRC. Yeah, yeah, there definitely um, there definitely was in, IRC. You know, their original I can't remember the name of the community. I, I literally wrote an essay about this. Um where trolling was done originally by members of a community to single out like new members of a community to like yeah. bring up an old topic and old hats are like oh my god we, we, we've seen this a hundred times we don't care yeah. and then the new guys would respond and get invested in it they'd be like haha you're new yeah. um, and that's like the origin of trolling yeah yeah um, like it, it was actually in the beginning it was like all in kind of good fun it was kind of like a yeah. rite of passage and then it became like this weird well, you care like about things suffer yeah yeah let me stalk you by checking out stuff and the fbi gets involved I'm like no no <laughs> because like when at first i was like yeah man trolling's fun like it's it's just how you, it's just part of the community that kind of jazz and then all of a sudden like yeah. people were taking it too far i'm like all right never mind i'm out like this is dumb <laughs> marina certis marina certis here um so I was initially under the impression that they filmed all these, then aired them, but apparently they they filmed and aired them like a regular epi- like a like a regular show. Anyway, we are kind of talking over what is a good Troy episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh. that's true. Okay, I mean, all right. Put that on hold. Actually, pause the pause. <laughs> <laughs> this this boardroom has never been, and it will never be in this sort of chaos again. Yeah, this kind of tense. Um, and every, I mean, I don't know any, exactly what they it, were talking. I mean, I know they were probably supposed to be talking about. Chaos, they're all. This is outrage and stuff. Yeah. And anyone can be captain of the Federation flagship on a good day, on a milk run where you're ferrying yeah. diplomats around. Yeah. yeah, they are down three crew, me- oh, two crew members right now. Right, three, three. I'm sorry. Well, so, yeah, so three. Count. You know, so, one is dead, and two are more or less incapacitated. Yeah. Um. So here is Picard saying, "Hey, look, we're going to focus on the job that needs to be freaking done." Yeah, yeah. It's like you feel your feelings later. Things. Like right now, I yeah. need your. I need you to be professionals. Which I think is good because I wish, I wish there was some class or some something <laughs> that was mandatory that taught you that skill, like yeah. what it means to be perf- like this is these are emotions, you should feel them. That is fine to feel them, but if you have to panic, panic when it's over. Don't panic right now. Ironically, a class that would have to be taught by trolls. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe that's Jean Luc Picard's story. Maybe maybe like. <laughs> Griefers got into his Minecraft server. He's like, no, now I can live through anything. <laughs> I yeah, have like, met you before like, on a, have, on a hundred de- worlds with a hundred world seeds. I've I've developed <laughs> this Minecraft server, and every single inch that has been explored has been cultivated. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you in a hundred D in a hundred TNT traps. <laughs> I've seen you in a thousand zombie spot. Okay, we're done. So, yeah, yeah, um. <laughs> So here's the gig. Uh, yeah. I have a you know I have a bit of a problem with like Argus because um, Armus. I think Armus. Sorry, whatever. Who cares? He's not a cooler. He's a killer. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know because we we've gone to his origin story. Right? I think we talked about it. You know because she's like yeah. so essentially he's he's the coalesced evil and I'm using air quotes um, and to of an ascended race. and then these people bounce whoever was living on this planet i know and, right and so he's just evil for the sake of evil and no one like knows why or any kind of stuff and that's just lazy it's lazy storytelling if you ask disagree me. how okay how, i mean how oh, is that not lazy? The, this race ascended into apparent moral uh perfection but they left armis behind 
It sounds like it's a very um, self-anointed ethical uh, okay. perfection. And, and, and then and they left Armus behind, which doesn't, which implies that Armus isn't necessarily innately evil, but he has absorbed that identity from the people who created him. It sounds like you're an evil apologist. <laughs> no, no, no. Armus is evil because he has chosen to be evil. He is not innately evil. I mean, he. This is what he's chosen have, as a have, self-identity. We have no. We have no way of knowing that. You know, like we have no way of knowing that he's even making a choice because by all of his like kind of identifying characteristics, he just says I'm evil. Like he self-identifies just as regular evil. Exactly. We don't even know if his origin story is even legit. Oh, all we, we totally can, don't. All Which, we all we know is that you know at some point in time. He does want to mess with people, and if he can't, he, he gets weaker. He's angry at the people who left him. I, um, you know, which is, again, good Troy episode, yeah, surprisingly. He, yeah, no, this so, is good. This is how you use an empath, for sure. So, um, the deal is, is that, okay, if his origin story is untrue, then even odds he chose to be an asshole. If his origin story is true... Then the people who left him can't be morally perfect, so he can't be perfectly evil. So he's still chosen to be a dick but, simply because somebody was mean to him in the past. But, but, but I mean, you a, have, you're, you're making the assumption that the storytellers are not going with just this blanket evil. Like you're you're assuming the thing you want to prove, which is um, this isn't lazy. But we have really the only indication that we have is that he wants a thing and that he can't have it. But that doesn't. Um, I don't think that really points to anything. Like, oh, he's choosing to be evil. Now, I'll grant you one thing, that when he was created, he could have been created to, like, say that he was evil. And he's not so much making a choice, he's just kind of programmed that way, however this, however you make the sludge. And that makes a kind of sense. Um, but it's, it's pretty, you have to dig a bit deeper to get to it, I feel. I think Satan would be a lot cleverer than this. Um, you know, I just kind of wanted him, I wanted Argus to, like... Be, just have just a little bit more depth and a little bit better dialogue. Like, I'm not saying I, that, it had to be perfect. Fair. I just kind of wish it was a little bit more grounded in something. Like, because they eventually do the whole, like, hey, I want off this planet. That's that's what you should have opened up with. Like, <laughs> like, like, hey, I'm holding your dudes hostage because I want out. You know? And, but, the like, on, the only way he can think of to get what he wants is to demonstrate power. Maybe so. I mean, it, it. a lot of it feels arbitrary because of the way he behaves. And so it's hard to know, like, what's real, I feel. I, I think we're debating, is he a character that's just evil? Or is he a character who acts evil because he believes he's evil? And one of those is deeper than the other. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just don't know exactly how how to know that. But That's it, fair. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I do like this though, you know, so to have, to show emotional depth, which once again is a good thing, it's a good episode to have an empath in, um, you need something to contrast it with. You can't just, you know, be in a circle and talk about how cool all of our morals and values are. (laughs) Um, And I love it when, I mean, I'll get to that when it happens, but, um, you know, there are a few parts where they do kind of characterize the general ethics of the people in Starfleet. Um, You know, the only one that doesn't really land with me is Riker, but I mean, I'm just kind of predisposed (laughs) to him being a jerk. Um, I love that Data wants to help. Yeah, yeah. Like his instinct is to help. He has urge to help. Yeah. In any way that he can. 
Because again, yeah, Dave's a good guy. Yeah, and then so, but I love his response to this. Oh yeah, um, because he's already sussed it out. He's like, you know, I'm not going to help him because I won't be an instrument um, for for your kind of like your imparting of agony towards him. Exactly. Um, which is, I mean, it's cool that he's able to like realize that so quickly. Most people <laughs> wouldn't, I yeah. think. But I think if people realized it, they would. They would. You know, there were more than you think would say, "No, I'm not going to help you." Yeah, and there's there's an ultimate self defeatingness to trolling, and that's what right. Troy's mentioning. It kind of makes you feel happy, but you don't build anything. Yeah, you're yeah. just you're just f-ing around in a in a playground. Well, yeah, and the the whole like a trolling kind of, especially a trolling, I guess, with no purpose. Um, you know, you only exist like if that's all you are. You only exist in contrast to others. You you don't exist by yourself. You can't be by yourself. You don't you don't make anything. You don't create anything because that requires striving and believing in things. Yeah. Um, it requires hard work and sacrifice. Organization requires a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, all a troll has to do is look at people who do believe in those things and who yeah. do do those things and troll them. Right. Um, and, and I that's, mean, and that's it's that, good when you poop. But then after that, there's shit everywhere. Well, yeah, no, true story. I mean, I actually learned, I learned how not to like feed the trolls from the internet. You know, it took Mm -hmm. a long time, but you know, I I used to be, I think, very sensitive as a teenager, and as I get older, Mm -hmm. I realize that um, (laughs) people only have as much power as you give them. To some extent, yeah. So. So yeah, and that's that's why I see Armus as a troll, and therefore, kind of a very powerful person who's deeply flawed, and not just an all-powerful energy being who's totally evil. Um, and I think, you know, you need something a little less subtle like that sometimes. Yeah. You don't um, always need something complicated. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, look at that butt. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, you know, I, I kind of like shit on Riker, but uh, the actor works out. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, also, yeah. real talk, what is this stuff? Because he's the covered in film. it now. That's just uh, to not feel good. Metamucil and printer's ink. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Um, that's and uh, some other things, I assume. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, as you know, ink he, is one of the most expensive things on earth. Yeah, by yeah. The well, ounce, I mean, he, so. uh, he, he, I'm sure it wasn't a lot of ink. I'm sure a little bit of ink goes a long way. But I mean. Enough, Meta- enough to drop uh, freaks into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, But I mean, the thing that freaks, I... But... Well, I mean, you're just really tinting the thing that you're dropping. It's, it's got to be like some It's a completely kind of... different shot, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It's more fluid. That's yeah, a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Different stuff. Yeah, you don't see like the particles of what I guess is Metamucil. But I mean, just when they pull him out, like the first thing I could think of, like she wipes his mouth off. The first thing I think is like, man, I hope that's not sticky. That would be really gross. <laughs> just... Sticky everywhere and sticky like oh you'd be like in the shower for ages. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like how this isn't real time. Like that's and, and I know it's just like a little bit of a nitpick. I know this was like yeah. a big deal at the time, but I'm like, what the hell? This is garbage. <laughs> like it's not even moving. <laughs> it's, it should be changing right now. <laughs> You're on, taking man. management they're, measurements, Dan. They're doing what they can. They're doing yeah, what they I know. can. I know. So and here's Worf. Um, there are jokes made later about how Worf isn't that smart. I believe most of them oh, are made no, by that's Q, but BS. Worf dude, is this, smart. This, yeah, look at him. He's this doing science. Dude is like an everyman. Like he, like not yeah. only does he kick ass, but he can also like help you like suss out a problem. I mean, yeah. he might be a bit of a workhorse. Like he's not data, but the, yeah. but he still contributes to the solution. Yeah. 
Exactly. I, and I, um, I don't buy this whole, like, oh, I'm Zoddy. Like, really? I mean, you're an empath. You should know this dude's a fucking horn dog. Like, I, just let it go. Let it go. Let, like, you you were into him, I guess, and he just couldn't keep it in his pants. So just the, let that dude the, go. The script lets us down in terms of Riker being kind of a jerk about this stuff. Yeah. But they're not romantically linked. I mean, they're, they're in Zoddy. It's... I don't know. So they're, what is that? Then they're a man and a wrong. woman who used to date, and now they're good friends, and they care about each other deeply. Uh, like they don't have to get together at the end well, of the show. I thought like Imzadi was like a soulmate thing. Like that's kind of that was my read on it. Like it was just it was the thing reserved for when empaths get married, kind of jazz. No, not married. Okay. Anyone they have deep feelings with. Okay. Um, so I think so Shane you... Riker will always have this. Con- so can she, can, can, can she have like more than one Imzadi? I don't know. Hasn't been brought up. But um, well, I mean, yeah, she, she was going to marry Wyatt a little while back. But like, was and, he an Imzadi? Um, yeah, the steady cam does not. The unsteady cam does not work. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't help um, it doesn't. at all. I do. I Picard's do like supposed to be <laughs> the like, eye of the storm, right? He's supposed to be solid. Yeah. So then he walks, and the camera wobbles, and it doesn't work at all. I do like. I do like how Picard is like. He's like, "Uh oh, Papa Picard's here!" Like, now you're in trouble. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he, he's like, "This dude's gonna doesn't like, even address." Yes, yeah. yeah he's like, like he, one second. This is all like. <laughs> this is this is all like negotiating, posturing. Like he's dealing. He's doing everything right in dealing with a petulant child, which is what Argus is. Which is what trolls are. He's just, he's just so great. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I really like that. He doesn't, he doesn't ask questions. He makes statements. I want this, and he says, "I." He's like, and he's like, "Well, give me this." He's like, "I have that capability. I want to see my people." <laughs> ah, so great, and you know, Picard's great, and he's going to become this moral paragon later in the series. Nice. Um, I really wish that the Enterprise had been drawn off on another mission, and this could have been Beverly. Or this could have been, um, I don't know, Worf. So or... th- this is what I was kind of alluding to before. I'm sorry I'm interrupting. Yeah. But like I yeah. love how Data is still able – Like I mean he's a quick dude, right? So I like how he's yeah. still able to say, I wouldn't feel bad uh, because you have the control. I'm not the one that's pulling the trigger. Um, that's right. And he maintains that. You know, So <laughs> he's like, you, you picked the wrong person if you wanted to like tra- – like, do some kind of emotional trick because I can see through it. Like you still have the control. You're the one killing them, not me. Yeah. You want to see people who, that you just wouldn't want to torture as a group. It's these motherfuckers right on this planet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they just, they just don't go for the mind games. Yeah. Yeah. They have no, no f- to give. Right. Well, but I mean, like, it's yeah. just, you know, like it's, you can't, he's already it really. It has already demonstrated. I assume it's gender. Uh, <laughs> has already assumed, has, has already had like this uh, demonstrated uh, of not not uh, negotiating in good faith and not yeah. you know willing to kind of um, make good on on kind of his words. So you uh, there's no sense in believing anything that he says after that point. Yeah. And Data, Data's laying a moral smackdown. Yeah, yeah. Dude's like, got actual moral subroutines, mofo. <laughs> see, and so, like, that's the, that's the, what he just said, no redeeming qualities. That's the other thing that makes me feel the writer's just, it's just a blank evil thing. Because you have a person known for his analytical whatever, just, oh, cool, you have no redeeming qualities. You're just 
blanket evil. Like nothing yeah, changed. Fa- everything is just fair point. Fair point. Um, um, I like this though. He's like, listen, yeah. I know what I can do, and I will act. I care about my people, and will act to the limits of that ability. But I will not let you manipulate my emotions to put them in further danger. Oh yeah. Look, see, he's like baiting him, right? He's like, I do care. Yeah. Yeah, it's brinksmanship. He's willing to walk away from the table. Yep. Um, Again, I, I would have liked to have seen another character in this role. I mean, obviously, Patrick Stewart's great at it. Yeah, No yeah, surprise yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, that is not surprising um, at all. <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like um, like we could have done this with someone else. So anyway, uh, after so, this shot... Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> they popped him up there. Look, I'm like... I and, mean, uh, he's got like printer ink in his lips. Ugh. LeVar Burton, <laughs> he, he, he turns to Frakes and he goes... You know, Frakes, I would have never done that. <laughs> like, that's gross, man. That's gross. <laughs> I mean, you know, Burton's got a little more leeway in terms of, you know, doing reading Rainbow when he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Photo. He's like, I got a job, man. Yeah. I don't have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, everyone else here is still, except for, I guess, Stuart, still kind of a hungry actor. Well, and here's so, the, the, the thing I'm kind of curious about. So, I remember, I remember you saying something about Picard where... Um, he, like, he, he didn't really expect to get this, and like, he didn't really care about the sci-fi ness of it. Yeah. Does d- did the role like grow in him, or did he just kind of? It was just like a job. Um, my my impression of Patrick Stewart has always been this is a job. Yeah. Um, this is what he does. Um, you know, it's a nine to five, punch in, punch out. Yeah. Act your fucking ass off because you're Patrick Goddamn Stewart. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> and, make, and make it look natural, like you're not even trying. <laughs> yeah. O- occasionally go to a con when your agent arranges it. <laughs> um, I, I don't translate that into contempt yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. Star Trek. I just think he's not that invested in it. Frakes is invested in it, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of these guys are invested in it in one degree or another. I mean, uh, while this was shooting, I love that. I um, means. Majel Barrett grabbed um, uh, Marina Sirtis, and she's like, hey, look, you and I should go to a convention. Marina Sirtis like, I don't really want to go to a convention. It's like a big nerd thing. Yeah, yeah. And Majel Barrett's like, no, 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 no. I've, I've been with this since the 60s. Uh, I think I think you should go to a convention. I think it'll be fun. You're, I, you're of Greek descent. You're from Britain. You yep. got this job a week before your visa expired. You know, we just we're just doing the first season. Come with me. Come do this. Yeah. So they do the convention. Marina Stars has an okay time. She makes some money. Yeah. Little did she know at the time that um, the executives at Paramount had talked with Gene Roddenberry, and they're like, "One of these women has to go." Um, we like the doctor. Did Majel Barrett just like? <laughs> does she just have? Oh no, she's married to um, she's married to Gene, Gene Roddenberry, Roddenberry, right? At this so time, they said, "We we like the doctor. We like the security lady." Your weak link is the empath, is uh-huh. the, the psychologist. So they were going to fire her. She was going to get fired at the end of this season. Uh-huh. Um, so what, what Majel Barrett was doing is she was saying, hey, look, Marina Sirtis, you've done some pretty terrible stuff before this. Um, there are actual conventions where someone's like, oh, what did you do before you did this? And Frakes is like, oh, I did this and this and this. And then Marina Sirtis is like, oh, yeah, I did this and this and this. And Frakes is like appalled at the shit that she had to go through. Uh, being a woman trying to make it in Hollywood. Oh, wow. Because um, she had to do terrible stuff. Like, so, when you say um, terrible stuff, I, I don't I don't know exactly what that means. Out, but is what I'm saying. What? <laughs> like, she was in the third, you know the Pierce Brosnan movies? Not Pierce Brosnan. The, the shitty Bond? Brosnan. 
where like he shoots things, the exterminator. Uh, the exterminator. Charles Bronson, the exterminator. She was <laughs> no. in like the third one. She was like girl who gets raped in warehouse. Oh damn. Um, and then like between takes, she's like, "Can I put a shirt on?" And the director's like, "No." Jeez. <laughs> she's like in this cold warehouse getting, you know. Yeah, yeah. Getting her boobs filmed. So anyway, um, bad stuff. I'm saying bad yeah, stuff. Yeah. So what Marina Sirtis did is she's like, "Look, this girl's going to get fired, but so that she's not always hard up for money, I'm going to show her the con circuit. Yeah. So that she has a way to get some income, even yeah. if she isn't in Star Trek. Right." Um, and it was a really great story. Um, I heard this. I heard Marina Serge give this on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, about Major Barrett looking out for her. Yeah. Uh, and trying to help her out when she thought she was going to get fired, but Denise Crosby quit. Um, and, and so Marina Sirtis. Had, okay. Huh? So they had like another. Uh, they had like I guess they could keep. No. Her re- yeah. They had the money. The budget is what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, you know, and Marina Sirtis, you know, spoiler, stayed on for seven years and four movies. Nice. So, nice. Um, she got work. I mean, I'm glad. So. I'm I'm glad that you know, and it 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 feels like anytime you you put any people, humans, doesn't matter their gender, like in a crappy situation, the spirit always does try to find a way to like band together. Like whoever is downtrodden, <laughs> kind of like looks out, like listen, like. You got an upward trajectory here, but like I've I, I've been I've been seeing behind the scenes about all of these just yeah. stupid jackasses and what they do. <laughs> let, yeah. let me let me help out a sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Major Barrett. I mean, she yeah. she got ahead because she slept with the boss. Right. Um. You know, no, no offense to her, Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and she saw an opportunity to help someone else out. And Major, I mean, Marina Sirtis describes the Roddenberrys like family. Yeah, uh, she felt like they were family to her. So anyway, here we are. Uh, here's Picard counter trolling. Yeah, and going yeah, for and the like, walks yeah, he, away from the conversation. He, yeah, he just toyed. <laughs> he toyed everything in front of his face. He's like, "Ha ha, you know, actually not leaving. Peace out, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. And every time, every time there's a troll in a comment, um, I imagine Armis screaming as I'm just like, "Alice." <laughs> Just impotently screaming here in his own little puddle of filth. So angry. <laughs> um, again, you're you're absolutely right, and he's a fairly two dimensional villain. I mean, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, like yeah. that nice little bow on it with the torpedo. Yeah, yeah, I, did, I um, didn't notice it the first time. I just noticed it the second time. But I like how how thorough he was. Like, no, you never, get <laughs> <laughs> never, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Anyway, so here we are. This is the scene that you described as yeah. <laughs> Captain Picard. Yeah, well, see, I didn't know. Like I mean, but this is weird, right? I mean, they're yeah. on a hill. Um, you know, I, I kind of imagine, like, Worf, like, wait, she was Irish. Where's the booze? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's very technical. It's very saturated. I like the holodeck when it feels kind of fake. Yeah. Right, when it's not just a location shot. Right. Um, and so I like this that. Is her shirt like, looks so turquoise. I love the green. A, I love the green of her. B, I feel like I'm a little mad that Frakes is like hugging uh, Troy. I just, yeah. I, I don't feel like he's really earned that. <laughs> <laughs> he has not. But, um, you know, it's, uh, I kind of like that. Again, they have this link, even if it's not romantic. Even if Rikers is sometimes a little bitch yeah. about it. I don't think he's <laughs> ever going to be a little bitch about it again. Yeah. 
Well, um, so you've heard of living wills. This is holographic obituaries, right? <laughs> yeah. How often do you record these things? Yeah, no. Like what? Yeah, like anytime you meet someone else, like oh, I got to update my holographic obituary. <laughs> like, what are you doing yeah. tonight, Yar? Um, you know, we're all gonna go out drinking. Like, ah, oh, no, I, I made a new friend. Oh, holographic obituary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, like, how does she know? How does she know only these people are at her funeral? And <laughs> a, why are only just these people at her funeral? <laughs> One. Um, yeah. So, too, maybe there's an algorithm which detects who's here and plays those parts. Yeah, I still think it would be but. funny if she was if she goes through like a few of them. He's like, and Alan, thank you for all of the you know the the chess games and the deep conversation in the cafeteria. Like Alan's not here. Yeah. <laughs> like he transferred all for like, he's, <laughs> or he's like dead or something. <laughs> like I don't. Uh, I mean, I love this. This absolutely emotionally affects me. That you are the best is a great delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's no relationship between these two people. Yeah, well, like, that's it's just, just like a, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention every time they bullshit up a connection between her and someone else. Yeah, she and Deanna had a scene together. Yeah, yeah, I no, think for it's sure. Great. Like, I don't like, think I never got a, I never got like a relationship between Freak, uh, Riker and Yar. Yeah, like a little bit of like it's very professional. Which I like this because what she's saying right here, feminine, like that's actually reference to yeah. that scene they shared. Exactly, like, and like, so like, like uh, you can go back in the episodes and see that. And of this course, it's, thing. yeah, this it's like, thing I remember super that well. time when you headbutted me, man. I had a headache. <laughs> it's great. So, yeah, it's good. And I'm sure that feels like a Cleon thing, right? That she's yeah. saying, yeah. Okay, I, this this means nothing. These two characters never had a scene together. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, like, I kind of want like Worf to just like start like just frantically howling, like. Oh. <laughs> that would be great. That'd be fantastic. Um, trust me, we'll get you. to that. Yeah, okay. we will get to that. Um, and see, this is another thing. Like, really, like, uh, there's on. a little relationship between they were they were supposed to have more of a relationship, and then they ha- they talked about drugs that one time. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god, so many blind references in this. <laughs> you guys could have banged. You could have yeah. banged. Yeah, you guys were set up for a deep emotional <laughs> relationship with banging. And all you got to do is make eye references, and blindest <laughs> jokes. Yeah. You are. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you're dead. I don't. I don't <laughs> you I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was, I was a little emotional. I just got caught up. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. So these two did actually bang, which I don't want to put this in your head, but threesome. Yeah. No. And <laughs> so I do feel like there's a connection here, and obviously these guys have like a mentor mentee thing happening, which is amazing. And yeah, that that was really weird when it was like Data's like you're you're, you're so supportive. Come here, I want like did he just did you aren't just rape Data? I kind of feel like that might have happened. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love just, this line of I don't have a father, but someone that I would want to make proud of me is so amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, for and sure. Then, and then she quotes Shakespeare. Yeah, to yeah. Make this episode even more French. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and he has like the cherry on the cake where he says au revoir, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. damn. And like well, you the know, synopsis says that there's a shower crash en route to a rendezvous, so we're pretty French already. Yeah, yeah. And her, da- yeah. her, her name is Natasha. It's like, overall, Natasha. And like, he's, yeah. she says her, his name with like a French accent. Did you catch that? It was like Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's the thing, because that's his name. His name is with all the French inflections. Yeah, yeah. That's his, and then, that's his legit name. That's how you say it. It's kind of like, it was like, oh, um, I could tell you my name, but the pronunciation... How many <laughs> How many things we look at Patrick Stewart's face before we do this? Yeah. What is the director even up to here, man? Natasha. Just, just 
Just like, looking at I think I kind of I kind of <laughs> I kind of think at some point like the director or 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 at some point the director is like get with all the grips or like the people who who shoot these scenes. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, and, and um, as people pass in front of it, it's amazing. Yeah, things are passing. It's I make fun of the shot, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, no, it's, it's effective. It's good. I kind of feel uh, like at some point in time they just told all the grips like, hey, listen, just when in doubt. Shoot Patrick Stewart. The dude's, <laughs> the dude's fucking part of like the Queen's uh, acting troupe. All right, so just yeah. um, he's legit. If you're ever curious where you should point your camera, <laughs> yeah, he should the be dude, in frame. Enough said. You notice that almost everyone here is paired up in some way. Yep. Um, and here we have these two getting paired up. Yep. Um, and let me tell you, if you like this scene, you're going to like the movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, Data I, Picard, Picard and Data, Data Picard, Picard Data. Yeah. Well, I um, think I think it was, uh, it, you know, it is kind of meaningful in the sense that they did have like a coupling, however meaningful that was. Yeah. And, you know, anyone that could be provided guidance, like in this situation, anyone that needs guidance in this situation would have been Data and the person to provide it would have been Picard. Like to me, that makes yeah. the most sense. It's it's just real good, start to finish. Like, I know people who hate this episode. Really? Um, Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I I really tried to tease out of them why they didn't like it. I mean, my own... I, I couldn't my, give a full explanation. I mean, my only but, um, real, like... My only two real quips about this episode, I'm getting into my final thoughts, are just... Yeah, I get you. Um, Argus, like, I, I wish he just had just a little bit more depth, a little bit more dialogue, and I don't yeah. feel like... Uh, um, Number one, I always either want to call him Frakes or Riker, and I know you know it just keeps going back just and forth. One. It doesn't but, matter. We yeah, know. okay. Well, it's, I know Riker. It's uh, this program. <laughs> I I don't feel like Riker earns like the emotional connection that Troy kind of gives him, and that kind of upset me. But the whole thing, this whole episode, and how it's constructed and what it tries to do, I like it. It's good. Yeah, I mean, and for those just in the middle of the season, going, oh, we lost a cast member. How do we do this? And making a. Gangbusters episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're like, um, oh, oh, you're gonna feel our loss. <laughs> yeah, I know, and, and I did, man. I did. Yeah. Um, they broke a lot of rules making this show, and it was fantastic. For yeah, me. that's good. That's good. It's a good ensemble show. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I could continue going on about. Yeah, this yeah. Well, I guess we have to stop gushing minutes. at some point. <laughs> um, and talk about next week. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is... We'll always have Paris. This is such a weird shot. <laughs> like, I, I kind of mentioned it last week, uh, you know, when I was looking at Skin of Evil. And this one is just another one where he's like, ooh, 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 ooh. Like, like, he just, <laughs> like, he just put his finger in, like, the apple pie and he wasn't supposed to. And he's like, ha like, I'm so mischievous. And then there's Paris, yeah. like, there's the Eiffel Tower in the background. And you're like, uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Um, so I'm going to use the wisdom that I just gained from this episode and assume that we're in the holodeck (laughs) and he's, he's looking at someone. So someone's in there with him. Maybe he's just doing some sort of like, like, yeah, you know, maintaining his French street cred or something (laughs) like every now now and again, he's just got to go to the holodeck and just parish it up for a bit. You know, I, I you know, as a gay man who doesn't date a lot, you know, I have to listen to a lot of share just to keep my annual points up, <laughs> keep my certification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, sounds that sounds rough, dude. Um, so yeah, no, maybe he has to visit the Eiffel. Maybe he has to look at the Eiffel Tower five times. Buy, a year. Yeah, buy at least five baguettes. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> I can just see an episode where Picard's walking down the hallway with a, a grocery bag and there's a baguette in it. Yeah. <laughs> He's grown a mustache and he has like a beret on. <laughs> okay, anyway, I'm done with that. All right, so Sorry. this is what we get from Netflix. Uh, the Enterprise experiences strange time distortions as the crew helps an ailing scientist who claims to have opened a window into another dimension. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe holodeck's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, once you have time and yeah, dimensions, yeah, yeah. That, that could be literally any Eiffel yeah. Tower. It, it's, yeah, I, I don't really know what to expect here. I feel like... That's fair. I feel like I don't know... I, don't feel, I feel like I'm not going to like this episode because I don't feel as if you can do time and dimensions in the same episode. They're both like such a big thing... And, you yeah. know, it feels like some dude was super ambitious and it's not going to deliver. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil you, but I think that you will be pleasantly surprised. All right, not well, super impressed, but pleasantly surprised at this episode. Good deal. So, um, so anyway, until next week. Remember, remember Rand. Rand. Hey, I'll make this less than 60 seconds because no one likes credits. Star Trek is owned by CBS Television Studios and Paramount Pictures. We're watching this on Netflix streaming, talking over Skype, and recording our conversation with Alamoto Call Recorder. All editing is done with Audacity, the free audio editor and recorder, and our files are hosted on vanvelding.com. With DreamPress hosting, run with WordPress. Thank you, and remember, Rand.